became a Christian, heard about God's power, couldn't see it in my life, but I could tell you all about it, overloaded with knowledge, making so little progress, became a public figure, but my struggles weren't private, only started tasting freedom when I'm being honest, and I learned that when I'm weak is when I'm seeing God the strongest, I know some people gonna be quick to throw stones, but I take all of those hits so you know that you're not alone, and after 28 years of life, I decided everybody's crooked, so I'm just do a better job at hiding it. Oh, how good this freedom tastes. I hope they give me the forgiveness they gonna need one day. I pray. Jesus, it washes away all of my sin. Washes away all my sin. You know, this song right here is it's called Shame by Andy Minio. And for whatever reason, I just put it on this morning and I was reminded of the first time I was ever listening to it. I was actually running. I was going for like a little three mile run and and this song came on and I and I've been struggling with some stuff and you know that led obviously to to shame and guilt and I'm listening to this song and just I could just feel God reminding me that he loved me and that I was forgiven and sometimes we just need to be reminded of that I think sometimes we can get uh, caught up in the guilt or the shame of, of the things we've done or we're doing and here hold on let, let the rest of this ride out hold on because that's the beauty that's the beautiful thing of who God is he's the redeemer the God of redemption the God of love the God of mercy he's the truth what the cross is all about. Completely forgiven by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. A new slate every day. Hallelujah. I just love Andy Minio's music because he's, uh, you know, vulnerable with it. You know, that song, he actually, it, it talks about him struggling uh, with pornography and stuff. And, you know, he said right there in, in, in the beginning of the clip, uh, you know, I'm only uh, tasting freedom when I'm being honest. And I think sometimes that's what we all need to be is just honest with ourselves and honest with each other. Honest with our friends, our, our, our family members, um, our spouse or our girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Like, just honest about stuff, you know? Um, that way we don't have, like, guilt and it's 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 not putting up any barriers. And it's just good to just sometimes just, you know, get some stuff off your chest. Um, yeah, so find those people that you can talk to in your life about something that you're struggling with. Um, but anyways, that's not what I was going to talk about today. I'm just going to keep the Psalms Project rolling. Uh, so let me dive into Psalm 19. Let me pull it up. All right. So I'm in Psalm 19 right now. I'm going to read verses seven through 14 and just branch some thoughts from it. I already had this highlighted actually right here too. So this is, uh, some good stuff and it's all true. So, so listen, please. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. 
aka the law of the Lord is the word of God, aka the Bible. So let me let me restart. It says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yeah, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned. And in keeping them, there is great reward. Let me, let me repeat that. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I just love all that. I mean, it's, it's sort of simple what it says. Uh, it tells you what what the, what the word of God will do to you and for you if if you open it and, and meditate in it. And, you know, you, if that thing becomes a part of your life, because then it starts to be a part of your heart and your mind. You know what I mean? It's not just a book. It's it's the word of God. You know, they say the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two edged sword. I think that says that in Hebrews four. And I know that it's true. The word of God is living and active. It is not a book. It's not just a normal book. It's just not a dead book. It wasn't just written by men. It was the spirit of the living God giving these men these the thoughts, these words, these prophecies, um, all of this, these visions, everything. And that's what was written down. That's why the word of God is so amazing and incredible. And that's one of the greatest discoveries you could find in your life is when you find out that the Bible really is the truth. But anyways, um, it says, moreover by them, your servant is warned. So the, the word of God is going it, to, it's good because it, it, it'll give you those warnings, you know, when, when we're start, uh, when we starting to go down the wrong path or we're starting to dabble in stuff we shouldn't be messing with. And then in the next verse, it says, in keeping them, there is great reward. I mean, who out there doesn't want to be rewarded by the almighty God? If I said, hey, who out there wants a reward from the, the most powerful and most richest being in the universe, the creator of it, if you, if you want to be rewarded by him, who would want that? I don't know who would let their hand just hang by their side. I'm pretty sure everybody would raise their hand and say, yeah, I, I'll, take a, I'll take a reward from the living God if I could. Well, it says right there how we get it. You, you, keep, the, you keep the word of the Lord in your life. You apply it. You walk with it. You don't neglect it. And it'll, it, 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 it just has a way of just supernaturally like guiding your life in, 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 in directing your life and, and cleansing your, your heart and your mind. It just has a way of doing it. I don't know how to describe it really. Um, so the word of God, uh, that's, a, that's all I'm aiming at today just to get across in this little snippet of a recording. Just let the word of God be a part of your life. Let the word of God be a part of your life. I think Psalm 119 is all about 
the word of God. So I know I'm on Psalm 19 right now. Add 100, go to Psalm 119. The whole thing is about the word of God. And one of my favorite verses in there, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. If you feel like you're walking in darkness or you have no idea where you're going in life, you feel like you're lacking purpose, you're lacking direction, you're lacking joy, you're lacking peace. If you're lacking things that you want and need, and we all want and need those things, then let the word of God be a part of your life. I promise you, it will not fail you because God does not fail us. And also in Hebrews, it says, he who diligently seeks the Lord is rewarded. So, so seek him, seek him in the word of God. Just talk to the Lord in prayer, get them things off your chest. Just be real raw and honest with God. And watch and see what he does with you. But um, just remember, as always, that God is with you. God is for you. God loves you. And he's great. He's good. He's faithful. He's just. He's everything. Have a good day. Peace and love.